Hey, what's going on? This is Jay Glover. Welcome to another Midnight Podcast. Uh, the first episode of 2021 and one of the last few episodes of the series. If you've been following along, this is episode number 23. Um, <laughs> you know, we've been in this thing for about a year now and uh, I've been dropping eh, on average two. Uh, certain months I put in three episodes, uh, in within a time frame in a, of a month. So essentially, you're getting a bi-weekly, almost every week. The, the I, I did I cut the numbers and I I I think like on average I'm putting out maybe. A podcast every 12 days uh so uh that's consistent that's it, it's it's a, it's long enough to where there's time to leave y'all the fuck alone and let y'all live y'all's life but it's consistent enough to where it's always relevant at that time and it builds on coming from that point the reason why I started off telling y'all this is because for the first time since my time in Bear County Hell, <laughs> uh, back in volume 10, I, I, I have interacted with lots of black and brown men. And when I say brown, I literally do mean brown, both Arab and, uh, Latino men, uh, more so than white men, uh, at this time in my life. And to be honest with you, I can't think of a time since high school where I've been around or at least interacted with those cultures as much as I have now within the past two months easily. Uh, Definitely within the past couple of years. Uh, if you haven't realized by now, I, between me partying, globe trying, getting in trouble, it's either always been around white or Asian people, or it's <sighs> the positions that I have had throughout this story. And the things that have happened to me throughout the story have happened mainly in the positions of being around and with white and Asian people. Uh, I look back at this and I never really touch on the subject of my own people as much as it is the things that happened to my own people. Uh, what that means is going forward in this episode I want to explain what I see today what I think and I think I have actually there's no thinking I have a good idea of what it is right now that is happening in America and it has to deal with those two cultures I've said and specifically the men of those cultures, black men and brown men. Uh, there's a few things I've noticed uh, interacting with people who look like me on a near constant basis and people who vary through age on a near constant basis. Uh, one thing I've learned standing behind the counter uh, this is a part-time job I'm talking about, uh, and it actually helps me fuel my podcasting <laughs> and business uh, addiction and ambitions. Uh, so uh, that's how I've been able to survive and make money on the side. It's just got, got a nine to five. I bring whatever money I can, and I put it into this. I put it into promoting uh trying to sponsor other people to represent 
standard active laboratories. We're still working on a lot of stuff. Uh, getting things together so that in the long run, <laughs> I can have money to throw around specifically back to the people that I owe not only that success and that uh in that opportunity to get there but I, I, I there's some people in my past that i need to clean up some shit with and part of it is going to have to take some money uh it, it is not about money it's just that i i feel like <laughs> you heard the stories man I just, I just, I just fucked up so much for so long that I have I'm at the age now to where I'm just like, okay, dude, your past keeps catching up to you, man. You got to do something. You're done. You're done. You're, you're a bachelor. You're 33 years old. You got, you know, you've had all this time alone. You've had all these years alone. No one came out and contacted you. No one, you know, you were just, you were that guy. You figured out you were that guy. I'm talking about Mina. You were that. <laughs> I figured out to myself, I was like, you're that guy. You're that guy that no, you're the him. You're him. You're the guy that chose the short straw and alienated yourself from everybody else. It's not their fault. It's not your fault. It's just the way it is. So by the grace of God, getting this job that's convenient and close by to where I live, uh, I've I've also been thankful for the fact that through talking with you throughout the entire year uh, of 2020 and talking to you about the game of America, I actually had something to look back on and say, okay, what is it that I'm learning now? I've, I've, I'm telling everybody think, things that I've learned in the past. And, you know, a couple of episodes, episodes ago, I told y'all that that was the end of the past. Now we're going to talk about the present and going into the future from that point on. I think Apex Theory or Apex Overtake was when I started looking into the future of this story. And this is a part of it. This is uh, me at this crystallized time in my life, in our lives, to where I can pinpoint something that I'm currently going to explain to you here shortly, but I'm going through it right now. And I could capture the essence of this nowness that I'm speaking at this time to you now whenever you're listening to so that when the time comes it stays relevant it stays fresh and you can look back at this and say man we came a long way or man we fell uh the big thing i've noticed during this time in my life in expressing the things that I have expressed and went through in my own life up until this episode and how I try to compare myself as a citizen in this country to other people who look like me as citizens of this country. I've come to learn a couple of things about me. And when I mean me, I don't mean me, Jay Glover. I mean me, black man and it's through the eyes of me in a working environment dealing with all sorts of black and brown men uh i deal with uh homeless addicts gangbangers veterans uh active military everyday civilians uh business owners there's a lot of business owners that come into this store um a lot of old women with money and no and nothing but time to spend spending the money on scratch off tickets trying to hit the next big one any you know just regular people <laughs> i know it's <laughs> you know i know it sounds weird but it's regular people to me 
you know, it's my hometown. So I, I'm used to the type of characters that come in and out of that store. And previously working at uh, a truck stop in 2019, which was the majority of my time at that when I was walking four or five fucking miles to work. Oh, my God, that was fucking pitiful. Oh, man, I was a grown ass man with no car, man. That, that That's a problem in itself. Uh, but essentially, I saw these same frustrations within myself personified through the people that I interact with. Example, earlier today at this particular job, there's an old black man. And this old black man, uh, it was a line starting to set up. And it was because this woman, because <laughs> this woman wasn't paying no mind. She was like, I don't care. I'm I'm in front. I'm the one that's getting served. I'm the one that is trying to get taken care of, you know, so let me do it. And she was having a problem with the lottery. First and foremost, everybody got the stimulus checks or or in the process of getting the stimulus check. So we're busy right now. Everybody's spending the money on the wrong things. I could tell you this firsthand. So save your money if you got your stimulus check. Because a lot of people didn't save their money the first time it came around, and they spent it on stupid shit instead of saving it and putting it into something that would be relevant, you know, in the long run. Say, you know, a, a, a pop-up bill or, you know, some things that, you didn't expect to come up and it came up and you needed the money for it, which will inevitably happen to a lot of people coming this year. A lot of people, because a lot of people are telling me that money's starting to get tight. And it's again, and it's this time starting to get tighter because people are raising prices at stores such as ourselves in businesses around the country because they got to make the money back somehow. They lost out on this shit too. And they don't give a damn about you. They give a damn about their bottom line. So, of course, they're going to raise the prices at a time where no one has money, which is always funny because it seems like this this woman we call America always does that shit. It's when you don't have shit that she wants shit. But if you got all the shit that you need, she don't want nothing to do with you. Oh, okay. Which goes back to. Women test the men that I've said, you know, women want to test. They want, they need it. They need to test us as men and women. That's not y'all's fault. That's just, that's just inherent in your nature. It's not me sitting here bashing y'all. Y'all know how much I always talk about the women in the game. Y'all know that. Okay. <laughs> The woman is the big part of the game. And that's why I got a fucking like. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's that's from my... Uh, I was checking... Uh, um, I was checking in, uh, Instagram at that time. I'll turn the notifications off. But it's real shit like that that I realize... In my own life, that I see in other people right now. Like, other people are stressed the fuck out, especially black men and brown men. They're stressed the fuck out, not excluding anybody else, but I'm just going off of the base that I currently, constantly interact with. They have lost all ambition. What it is now is okay everybody's back down on our level. So why do I need to be ambitious? We got money coming our way. People are tripping anyways. The cops are out to get us. The fucking, the fucking banks don't want to lend us. You know, everything that we do, now everybody else is going through. So I'm going to just act out because y'all, it, it it just sounds like from what I'm hearing from other black men and brown men is well good. That that's the that's not what they're saying, but that's what they're expressing in a way. As a as a nation. And this is just a small bit of a nation, but San Antonio is the seventh biggest city 
by population in America. A lot of people don't think about that. We, us in Austin, Austin's like number 10 in the nation. And like New York is obviously number one. I think LA is like number two or three. So like, think about that. Comparing, we're comparatively similar to what those, what, I don't know, what a LA was back in the 80s. Yeah, well, we got like, Two and a half million around. I'll I'll, I'll give COVID. I'll give COVID a few victories. I would say 2.4-ish, 2.4-ish, 2.5, 2.4 million people. So we're a big city. So I have a good sample size of the pulse of the nation. And San Antonio is a very heavily political city. Uh, But it's not political in the way of a you know, it's my side versus your side. It's more tricky down here. It's more intellectually political. Like, if you're going to say something, you better not sound dumb. Because if you do sound dumb, peop- that's when people got you exposed down here, and that's when they don't give a fuck about you. And they will talk shit, not politely, they will talk shit to you, and they make fun of you while talk shit to you. And if you try to say anything back to them, they will proceed to do something aggressive or if not heinous like pull out a gun like what happened two or three days ago at work at the gas pumps like come on come on (laughs) that happened that literally happened on new year's eve two people got in an argument i just left work i just left work an hour later my boss calls and said i had to press the silent alarm because two men were fighting over a woman I don't, I saw the video uh, today and it was two black men. A woman walks up, starts talking shit to the dude. The dude's like, who the, what the fuck goes around, starts talking shit to her. Then the door is still open. He goes in, follows her in and starts getting in her face. That's when the, I guess the dude in the car came out with a gun and popped it in the air. And then he ran because he knew what he did was just stupid, but he just split, right? And uh, no one got hurt, thank God. You know, he just pointed it at the man, told him, essentially told him to back the fuck up and then popped it in the air just to let him know he wasn't playing and he wasn't having it tonight. And then the dude ran. And the the woman drove off, going back to the original point when I said women love to test men. I just told you that like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm, I tell y'all, I'm not sitting here to get your get a rise out of you, I'm telling you this because I'm looking at it. I'm living it. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. Oh my God. This is oh this is this is gonna be for the ages. I swear this whole podcast is gonna be for the ages when y'all just catch the wave and get what I'm trying to get to y'all. And the reason why I'm t- I'm so I'm so angsty is because of who I've been around. I told you, it's a lot of homeless people, a lot of addicts, a lot of game bangers and drug dealers that come in and out of that store, a lot of thieves, a lot of thieves trying to start some shit, and it's mainly black people. And they're acting wild. We, me, my people, we're acting wild. We have no ambition right now. Because, like I said earlier, we're looking at white people and Asian people And they're sitting there telling us about the same problems that, and not all white people are Asian people, but the, the, the representatives, I guess you could say of what our stereo playing into the stereotype of what we think white people should be and how they, where they should be. We're conditioned so much to where we believe you guys should be way better off to the point where all this pandemic mess shouldn't have even been a problem. But yet we're looking at the same things y'all looking at. And we're like, well, what the fuck? We we go through this all the time. We go through this all the time. My nigga Two-Tone, uh, a couple of months ago, we were talking about, you know, why and he moved. He got out of Dodge in Ohio, and I'm happy for him. But um, uh, he was talking about, like, all the people that me and him knew who were white falling to uh, open. Uh, opioids and painkillers and prescription medicines and shit like that 
popping them left and right and overdosing and dying off of them. I know one or two people myself who in Ohio who died off of that shit. You know, one was at 21. I used to wrestle with them. Um, Adam and another one uh, who I can't think of her name, but uh, she had to get the Narcan and they had to resuscitate her and she's fucked up. Um, and I told him, I was like, this is, this is exactly what we were saying. Like, and, but now it's a problem because it's happening to you guys. So we're in the position of black and brown men, me, we're in the position of looking at everybody else now and saying, see, I told you so. See, should have listened. See, what were we trying to say? See, I, and I've always said people don't in this country don't like being told I told you so. They don't. They don't. I don't. I, I'm humble. I will accept it. But that doesn't mean I like it. It's like losing. I don't I don't like to lose. But I lost so much that I realized, OK, it ain't all that bad. No, I don't want to lose anymore. But if I do lose, I'll learn. Not, oh, this is the end of life, like a certain leader in our country. I'm on one right now. I'm 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 not angry. I'm sad of what I look at when I look in the eyes of another black or brown man. I really am. Because there is no ambition. There's none. And at this time, we need more ambition. We just got out of a fucking shitty year. Um, collectively. Now, some were better than others. I would say, me personally, my year went fine, even though I went through a lot of bullshit myself. I was blessed enough to be able to be comfortable enough to just do the things that I needed to do. And I'm thankful for that. But I'm realizing a lot of people did not have a comfortable year. And a lot of people that look like me are almost close to me. Um, the kids are being treated like adults. Uh, I just talked to a small black kid, young black kid. And uh, this was like a week ago. Same place, same store, same situation. Uh I remember the kid was coming in with a bandana or something and my coworker Ray, who's also Mexican and comes, he, you know, he's in the army right now. Uh, he's dead his four years. He's 23. He's doing his reserve duty. Now he, he decided to go into the reserves after his four years. And, uh, I think he's in for another six. So he'll be out if he continue, if he's decides to get out, he'll be out when he's 29. He's 23 right now. It was a young kid, and there was this black kid, young black kid, 12 years old. I forgot what it was, but it was about his mask. And Ray, or no, it was the hoodie. And we were talking about something with the hoodie or something. And he was talking to me, Ray. He was like, man, you know, you just got to watch out with wearing hoodies because if you end up in the wrong place, just because you're wearing a hoodie, something bad can happen, right? This kid can't be older than 12 years old and i shit you not this is what fucking scared me more than anything about this country this kid we were talking about and we we're like oh it's not you that we're talking about we're just talking about people in general who look like you and uh the kid man mature kid he sat there and said Oh, well, it's already happened to me. He was like, I remember when it happened to me. Like, like, <laughs> like he was some old dude. He was like, yeah, I remember when I used to play football in high school. Like, this is a 12-year-old kid. He's like, yeah, I remember when I was falsely accused of doing something and they didn't have any proof. And I, and I was like, did the cops, like, do anything? Or they're like, no, they, they were just there for me. 12-year-old kid. A lady called the cops on me, told me that, told them that I was suspicious for doing something. They called, did this and that, and found out that it was just a false, it was false, and they left. I was like, they didn't arrest a woman or do nothing with a woman? No, they just 
they just filed a complaint and told me uh, to just, you know, do what you guys were telling me just do, you know, just be mindful of what other people are saying and and feeling when you're out. And I, and I thought that was weird that he asked me, that he told us that, because I was like, okay, you didn't do anything wrong. There was a false accusation, and they took a complaint. Okay, fair, all right, that's all fine. Mistakes happen. But then they told you to be mindful of other people, little kid. They told you, little kid, to be mindful of other people, not that grown-ass white woman that called the cops on you. I, that blew my mind. That that is the reason why I see in these men's eyes they have no ambition. They live in their life. They're like, you know what? Y'all's lives are so fucked up right now. That I'm gonna get mine in while I can. I'm gonna spend all the money I can, sell all the drugs that I can, smoke all the drugs that I can, drink as much as I can, laugh as much as I can, because it's only gonna be a matter of time. It's like an open secret. We are all white people. I'm telling you, I'm trying, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help white people. We are all in on the secret. Even y'all, y'all just don't want to say it, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we all feel it, man. We're just waiting for y'all to pull the trigger. That's all we're waiting for. So we're, we're already ready. I know this sounds scary, but it's not as scary as you think. When I look at these men's eyes, I don't see ambition, but I see that they're ready. There, there is a difference. When I see white men, when I see Asian men and women, they, they stay out the fucking way. They just try to make the money, stack the paper and move the hell on with the life. I respect that. White people, Y'all, y'all are in a situation y'all are in aware of right now. And I'm trying to help. Y'all need to be aware of the situation you guys are in. The last episode, I just sat there and told y'all white terrorism, domestic terrorism, but specifically white terrorism will rise. It will rise. All the studies and trajectories point that way over a span of years, these past four years alone. And you know, I don't bullshit you. These past four years alone, terrorism, domestic terrorism, is on the rise. Now, I overall, now there have been dips and you know drops in between, but overall, it's on the rise. We all know it. Whether we read the news or not, we see it, we feel it, we understand it. We are the we are the backbone of America, black people. Brown people, we are that backbone. And poor white people, don't forget them. Poor white people are the backbone of of this country too. And I'm talking about poor, not talking trailer trash. I'm talking like, damn, what I need to sell drugs. Poor, like that, that kind of poor. Not oh, I I deserve I deserve my beer, my guns, and my rights. Like no, not that poor. That's just stupid. But I'm talking like, damn, like I'm a white man and I'm not making white man money. What the fuck am I doing? I need to I need to do something quick. Okay? Those white people. <laughs> Them, brown, and black people. We we are the backbone of America. Uh Asian people, to me, I have found out are the backbone of American business. Uh, when it comes to, you know, getting into the boardrooms, getting getting to Wall Street, doing X, Y, and Z. They're that backbone. That, that's their road. And I'm going to let them talk however they want to talk. My nigga Anthony knows more shit about that. You ask him, okay? But, or you can ask all, all the Japanese people and asian korean chinese people that i know you ask them okay you ask them about the business side but society wise it's us it's it's us and brown people and when i i mean native americans too it's us um but i i don't see the ambition that i used to see 
people are tired. People, people, people don't care. They don't. There's people that's still in front of us and they don't care if they get caught. They don't care if they, if they, if they, the police are getting called on. They don't care. People don't care. I just sat there and told you there was a shooting (laughs) in our own parking lot. Two patrons who were, one was going to get gas. The other one uh, came out the store to his car and, and that woman got in, got in between those two men and, you know, a gun got involved. This is real life. This is right down the street. Right down the street. <sighs> out here on the front lines, at a time where a lot of people aren't getting in the job, I hear a lot of people tell me, you're blessed to have a job like this. That's crazy to me. That says a lot. And I'm not only talking about, just, I'm talking people in general. I talk, to, like I said, I talk to business leaders and stuff like that too, who come in and out, frequent our shop. And uh, they all say, you know, in this time, you're blessed to have a job. You don't even have to wait for money. You can just work for it. You found something. I'm still looking for a good job. A stable job. Uh, these are people day by day. Like I said, I've been there for about a month and a half, two months day by day. It's like they, it's, it looks like people are just starting to care less and less because there's just more and more shit piling on everybody. It's an observation that I'm making. And once again, this is about the future. So for those who were in on the end listening to me when this dropped, you guys have a head start. You guys have a lead in this race because I'm out on the front lines and I'm giving I'm reporting back to you what I'm seeing out on the streets. Yeah, it may not. It may not be fancy. It may not be, you know. Popular or, you know. In style, the way I present quote-unquote news of the day to you or news of the time to you. But I can sit here and tell you that it will always be fresh because it's real life. This stuff has happened. This stuff is happening right now at this time in this recording that you're listening to. So whenever you're listening to this at a future time, whatever day it is today, You have something you can pull back from and say that was happening at that time. And it could be a reference point to how you could fix today. Because I'm telling you things at the beginning of what you're probably going through right now. Whether it be, you know, two weeks from the time of this recording all the way up to, I don't know, whatever year it is you're listening to it right now. But don't lose ambition, because if you lose ambition, you lose faith. And once you lose faith, all hope is lost. You don't have a hope in hell to make things right. And you and the only way you can do that is to be ambitious. So I, I speak to you, black man, a man that looks just like me. Get off your ass. Stop spending your money on scratch off tickets. Stop getting mad that the world owes you something. It don't owe you shit, man. That, especially America. America is just like that woman I told y'all about that pretty much caused the shooting to go down. She's going to jump in. She's going to test you. And she's going to grade on how gangster your gangster is. You, sometimes... You don't need a gun to be gangster. That man at the beginning, he should have just stepped in his car. Like, look, woman, I ain't got time for this. How you going to disappoint me? Or how you going to come up to my face and start putting this shit that I wasn't expecting 
pissing me off and trying to get me into some shit. I'm not, I don't have time for that. I got to get the fuck moving. Will it make me money? Will it get me my time back? Then Okay, then I'm moving. My bad. I don't know how you feel. That's fucked up. But we could discuss this at another time. I see that you got your dude here. Let me move the fuck on because I don't know who he is and I don't know what he's about. But no, this man's gangster got tested and he ran into another nigga that was a gangster who happened to have some shit on him. And thank God, thank God when he pointed that gun at him, he didn't shoot him. Thank God that man was smart enough and I dare say experienced enough. (laughs) Because ain't no man just going to point a gun at somebody and have the worth wherewithal to just be like, okay, if I shoot him, blah, 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 blah. That means this man has done it or at least has attempted to shoot at somebody at one time or another and pay the price for it. So he knew and the fact that he popped the gun, took the gun with him and ran <laughs> like after he shot it, he shot the gun. The dude went into his car. He ran off to his, he ran off off. He didn't even get back into the car. He, the guy with the gun just ran. Like as soon as he popped it, he just ran and the woman was left there. And so he, she just tried to drive the fuck off. That's when my homeboy pressed the silent alarm and everybody split, but no one knows if they got, if they got the perp or, you know, anybody involved in the situation. But, you know, from what I heard, they have all the information and whatnot, and the cops probably do have them hemmed up. Um, But that, that situation right there is the personification of how black people black men like me feel right now and i even feel that way where it's just like oh no now you're down here with us <laughs> uh fucking you're giving us a inch we're taking a fucking mile we're just gonna tell we're gonna show y'all how fucking crazy we are we've been waiting for this time we've been waiting for white folks to act just as crazy so that we can act crazy and fall in line with them because that's the norm crazy is the norm everybody keeps saying Oh, when do we go back to normal times? We don't ever go back to normal times, dude. We don't. This doesn't go back to normal. It doesn't. Pre, Pre-COVID life, just like pre-9-11 life, is over. It's over. Once those planes hit that tower, this whole world changed. Okay? Once COVID hit the lungs and the bodies of family members, of people who didn't even believe this shit was true and caught on too late. That's it. There's no changing that. People died from this shit. It's a different world. And in this different world, because of leadership, not only here, but across the world, people don't give a fuck. People don't give, people don't give a damn. They don't give a damn about you. They don't give a damn about me. They definitely don't give a damn about those motherfuckers in power. Everybody, I'm telling you, it's a paragraph. Everybody is trying to get their spot. Everybody realizes this is a reset. Everybody realizes, okay, I could do something now because all of us are struggling. And some of us are better at struggling than others. I told y'all very first episode, y'all aren't ready for what was going to come. And you guys still aren't ready for what is going to happen. Y'all ain't. I'm not trying to alarm you. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm warning you. Hear me out. 2021. Okay? Episode 23. Be more ambitious. Okay. There's things that have changed the way we all live our lives. Okay? So what? The Black Plague happened. Spanish flu happened. Wars happened. Famines happened. They changed, adapted, and survived. And that's what we have to do in 2021. We cannot expect us to go back to a time where it was 2019, January 1st, 2019. Can't go back to that time. Can't go back to January 1st, 2020. Can't go back to that time. Our time started in America. Well, to me, 
our time started back in November. Because I'm always on, my, on top of my news and sources and information. And when that woman started fucking acting crazy <laughs> and started coughing on niggas left and right in Wuhan, and I was like, this bitch is crazy. And she and everybody started discounting her and saying, oh, you ain't, oh, you ain't sick. Oh, you just trying to, you just trying to, uh, uh, defame the Chinese government. This bitch was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm the liar. I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay, what if, what if I cough on you? Let's see what happens. The doctor, the first doctor, the, the dude who broke the story about this pandemic, some Chinese doctor, he was blacklisted. He was a, I, I, he was damn near arrested. I think he was arrested by the Chinese government for spreading quote unquote false information. This nigga died weeks later. He's a national hero now now the chinese government because they know how big this thing is they're like oh yeah our dude was a real hero because he was speaking out but a lot of people forget chinese government didn't like that shit when he first started it was cool when he died now they're like okay he ain't a problem he's a hero and now they got two new strains of covid in england in england it's sourced in the UK, it's sourced in the UK. That means this time, someone most likely white. <laughs> if they come over here and they have found a different strain of COVID in the United States from the UK. I mentioned that in the last episode. That means someone from the UK, most likely white, came here and started spreading the news of former virus. That means that now this vaccine that everybody's hoping to get is obsolete. It's already obsolete. It just hasn't hit enough ears yet. But I told y'all, I told all, what, 30 average listeners of y'all? So all 30 of us, we're cool. <laughs> tell your friends, okay? Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends everything that I've been trying to tell you. And hopefully I've convinced you to some point that I'm not crazy. I know what the fuck I'm looking at. I know who I'm talking to. It's just you need to either understand or not want to understand. That's it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. I want to be frank with you. 2021, be, ambi- be more ambitious. I've told y'all previously. Ambition. Ambition is going to get you to places you didn't think were possible in your life. It did for me. Ambition is hard. Ambition is something that a lot of people lose because life is a bitch. And if anybody's dated a bitch, both man or woman, because men can be bitches too, I have been one of them. And I've been that to women, and women have been that to me. Okay? If you deal with the bitch long enough, you're going to get tired of the shit. Now, being a bitch means not so much, oh, you know, I'm a punk. But being a bitch means, you know, it's essentially what it sounds like in relationships. Not not in life as social standing or as a person, but just in relationship. You know, you annoy somebody too much. Uh, you never do your part or your half in a relationship. Uh, you know, you're not pulling your weight. That's being a bitch. I had, I, I had to learn the hard way that I was being a bitch and I was a bitch. And every single day I look back at that and I'm like, man, I can't be a bitch like that. Like that's stupid to me. Women in the same boat, you know, you know, as a man, I've dealt with women that just, no matter how hard I try, It wasn't good enough. I had to do something more. Ambition is a bitch. It's the exact same thing. It's not good enough. You got to do more. It's not good enough. You got to do more. Okay, that's nice, but they did it better. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a idea that you created. That's a bitch. But real pimps, real OGs, they know how to handle that shit. They know how to play the game and they know how to at least have a chance of winning it. And that's where I'm coming to you at. Black man, brown man, white man, yellow man. 
any man, any woman, any child, any human being. 2021 is the time to be more ambitious. And once you think that your ambition got you to where you're at, then do more. It's like it's like well, it's like that one famous commercial with Kobe Bryant and Kanye West. And I'm gonna leave it with this. The mama mentality thing. I remember these commercials when Kanye West was like, How do how many more sac how many more records do I need to sell? Kobe was like, More records. How many, you know, how many hit songs do I need to make more hit songs? How much better do I need to be more better? You know, he was like, it's not, it's still, even if you're the best. It's still not your best. Be better than that. It's possible. And uh, I just see, I don't see that. I don't see that in America. And that scares me. That scares me the shit. This is another Midnight Podcast. Sometimes I lay in my bed for 18 hours straight Watching the same movie on replay Because I need a mental vacation Sometimes when I'm out like at a public place I see someone and turn the other way Because I suck at conversation I may be missing a few screws I may, I may, I may be destroying you Miss a few social cues, I'm so confused I may, I may, I may be just not you Sometimes my day is going great Until I make the mistake to go and take a swim in a lake of my own Imagination I mean that would be all handy dandy If it didn't land me drowning in a negative unrealistic Situation oh. I may be missing a few screws I may, I may, I may be destroying you I may miss a few social cues I'm so confused I may, I may, I may be destroying start off this year, the first working day of the year, uh, January 4th, 2021. Uh, I want to make sure that I pay my respects to the great 
late MF Doom. You know, it's people like that that I, I'm starting to realize. Same thing with Nipsey. Same thing with a lot of people I was on before everybody else started jumping on. And you know, I'm not, I'm pretty sure. Uh, for some of you folks out there listening to me right now that's been on that same train with me on the Doom train and uh, it's just awe inspiring to see people come out and say wow I never heard this man's music oh, wow you know he's such an enigma and I heard about his death and now I wish I was there when he was dropping that shit so th- that's that's what I admire about Doom, man. He, he tried so hard to be low-key and just put out good music to stay out the fucking way, make his money, do his shows, sign his autograph, be good to his fans, and just live his life. No one knows what MF Doom looks like, you know, and that's some gangster shit, man. And uh, I remember listening to that brother on uh, Adult Swim. You know, what you're hearing right now is uh, from way back in the day, 2004, off of his uh, Special Herbs Volume 5 and 6. Uh, the track that you're listening to right now is Penny Royal. Uh, and before that, you heard Teasel uh, Touchdown. And his single that was released last year in 2020, uh, Social Cube. He's from Houston, Texas. You know, I always gotta put my Houston people on. You know, I always gotta put my Texas people on. You know, I love Texas as much as I admire you uh, putting up with my ramblings and rants and bullshit. So, um, yeah. Shout out to Tizo. Shout out to my man, Emma Doom. If you know the deal, this is where I go. Uh, all the. Uh, you know, quote unquote advertising of you know standing after laboratories, but I don't, I ain't gonna do it on this one. Not, not over enough doing, man. Uh, I'm just gonna let this ride out to y'all, and uh, I just appreciate you guys doing what y'all do. Uh, if you are interested, come check out Stand After Laboratories on Facebook, on Instagram. You can also donate to us here at anchor.fm forward slash Midnight Podcast Club if you're interested. All right, I'm out of here. Uh, y'all take care of yourselves since y'all don't want to take care of each other. Uh, <laughs> take a bath. Good night. Also, <laughs> <laughs>